The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. No one can serve two masters. He will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you shall eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds in the sky. They do not sow or reap. They gather nothing into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are not you more important than they? Can any of you by worrying add a single moment to your lifespan? Why are you anxious about clothes? Learn from the way the wildflowers grow. They do not work or spin, but I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was clothed like one of them. If God so clothes the grass of the field, which grows today and is thrown into the oven tomorrow, will he not much more provide for you, O oh, you of little faith? So do not worry and say, What are we to eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what are we to wear? All these things the pagans seek. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be given you besides. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Sufficient for a day is its own evil. This is Medjinomics with a friend of Medjugorje. March 2nd, 2018. L.A. asked you a question. She asked me a question. She asked everybody a question. Because our messages are for everybody. And in the whole world, as I've told you before, as a group. She says, Why do you not desire... Think about that. Why do you not desire? Desire what? I'll finish her sentence. Why do you not desire to see the signs? People say, well, okay, Biden's in. We're just going to ride through this wild horse. It's not a typical four-year reign of a president. It is a dismantling in just only a few weeks, the United States of America, it is going away. It would dissolve. Machine gun executive orders is destroying, within a week, the United States of America. Do you understand that? We had a lady call us. She was beside herself. 
She said, I can't believe what Biden's doing. She was distraught because she voted for him. And she didn't know all these things. And she didn't know all these things because of the bishops. I'm going to write another writing in the next couple of three days. An accompaniment to what I released on January 19th, the day before Biden was sworn in. So we need to think about these words. Why do you not desire to see the signs? Evidently, they're everywhere, all over the place. And people think we're going to continue. The mother of God, the woman of Revelation is here telling us all these things for 40 years. And you think it's just another cycle of another president? This guy is not the president. He will never be the president. It is stolen. And God always rectifies whatever is stolen. On February 2nd, 2018, our lady said something very, very important. And you're probably going to say, I've heard this over and over. Well, if you listen or read or hear the news and things going on and seeing the signs, you're seeing it over and over. What do you see? My children, she says, do not believe lying voices which speak to you about false things, false glitter. And then she says what the bishops aren't doing because they got their own ideas. Return to the scriptures. That's truth. It doesn't lie. But we're not living as a biblical people. We got these older women or older men or people who don't know any better or millennials voted for Biden because they have nothing coming of truth from the bishops' conference. Our lady gives us evidence at the end of this message. She says, God's grace am making myself evident to you. That is truth, and you need to follow what she says completely blindly without questions. Many things when I started doing changes in my life, when I got into the messages, were counterproductive to my well-being. I suffered for it. It was difficult. It wasn't easy to change things around. But one thing I knew and one thing I believe, it was the truth of the messages. And even though it was destruction, it came back to construction in a positive way. We are going to see things, not as they appear now, because of that going to triumph. The signs are there. The lion voices. Did you know yesterday what happened? Did you see a sign from the U.S. Department of Homeland Security, Office of Public Affairs? They issued a national terrorism advisory. What's that about? It's about the intelligent community and its consultation with other departments. They give this statement. It says there is currently a heightened threat environment across the United States that is likely to persist over the coming weeks. And then they say that the Department of Homeland Security does not have any information to indicate a specific credible plot. Then why they put this out? Is it lying voices? Are they saying something to give you a perspective that they want you to have? That's why you have to read their words and study them. After credible plot, it says, however, see, they have no evidence, nothing specific, but however, 
In recent days, we remain concerned that individuals frustrated with the exercise of governmental authority and the presidential transition. Who is that? What are these words conveying? It's conveying that they're very aware that 75 million people voted for Trump. And they see these people are frustrated. Why? Because they are witnessing what I said in the beginning, the dismantling of the United States of America. The warning continues saying, after saying the presidential transition, quote, as well as other perceived grievances. Did you catch it? We have a grievance. I have a grievance against Biden. Do you not? To the bishops? No, they don't have one. They say this president, his piety is something to be admired. And yet, two days after he's sworn in, he's saying we're going to give everybody access to abortion. And that's only a little bitty thing. Even though it's a giant in our eyes, the multiple things he's done is moving like lightning. So we have a grievance. You better believe we have a grievance. But that's not what they said on this warning. It's perceived. See, we're wrong. 75 million of us, plus others who didn't even vote, and then people that did vote for Biden are starting to see things, but you just perceive a grievance. It's not real. If they're giving us a warning, they could have said other grievances. But when they put that word perceived in there, they're saying you are false. You are a liar. You are seeing wrong. So it continues. Perceived grievances and ideological causes fueled now, I'm just talking about you. You're being fueled by your ideas. Ideological causes fueled by narratives. See, there's people out there saying that, saying narratives. But I missed one word on purpose because they add a word that don't need to be there in this warning. The grievances and ideological causes fueled by false narratives. So your narratives and what you see in your perspective is false. This doesn't have any bearing on a warning. They're putting that propaganda saying you're wrong, your narrative's wrong because it's false, and you perceive things that aren't real. It continues about you, your narratives, your grievances, could continue to mobilize a broad range of ideologically motivated actors to incite and commit violence. Violence? We're not going to do violence. If you are of the mind that this whole administration is illegitimate and it needs to be replaced, you are a criminal because you're going to be committing some violence. My vote, your vote, 75 million people's vote was stolen from them. That's the crime. That's the violence. Study this warning on January 27th. And then they said a more detailed bulletin about this. The Department of Homeland Security says there's a heightened threat environment across the United States. You better believe it is. And they know it is. And we know it is because we feel it. We see a total green light of a group of people in Washington destroying our homeland. And you expect us not to have grievance and expect us not to be upset? You better bet we're upset, and don't think we're just going to sit on this. 
And so the enemy sees a heightened threat of an environment. And they say, we believe it will persist for weeks following the successful president inauguration. Why is it successful? Because that's the propaganda word. And then people say, well, they say it's successful. We read that. It must have been legal. It was successfully criminally stolen. But that word has to be there. This is a biased statement. A successful pressure. Why are you going to say that if it's successful? We know that. And they go through the false negatives again and the perceived grievances that you falsely have. I go through this to show you to understand the lion voices. They're all going crazy about the corona. And yet the CDC says we got to quit testing because too many are positive. See, they want to make Biden look good, but then he wants you to still wear a mask because they don't want to lose your conditioning of being told what to do. I can give you one thing, one fact that's there from the enemy of who you are and what we are and what we stand for. One little thing that blows the corona thing out of the water. That is manipulated, it's a lying voice, it's been used to control, it's an antichrist system, it's used to keep you where they want you to be. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to give you one argument that blows it out of the sky. How many people have died? You believe all those things? All the hospitals, all the spilling out into the streets, putting beds out there? A lie. A few days ago, actually, the last day of the year, the CDC... Center of Disease Control, put out their annual statistics. So what is the statistics I'm holding in my hand right now? Death in the U.S. by the year. Starts off with 2010. And if they're doing this annually, then we got data, a number, an accurate number, in the year 2020. And that was just a few weeks ago. Our population grows by the year. So let's start at 2017. And this is my argument I present for you that you are being lied to. You comply with it, many of you, and you're not resisting this and you're not educating people. You're not going to get your bishops, your priests, or whoever, that we have been lied by the devil, lying voices. 2017, out of every 100,000 people, 9% died in 2017. Out of 100,000 people, in 2018, again, 9% people died. Let's go to 2019. Out of every 100,000 people in 2019, again, 9%. Three years in a row. There's no difference in the percentage of people who died by per 100,000. Now here, from the CDC, all those people died from corona. All that happened last year. All the people dying. Here's the facts, people. Here's the raw facts from the enemy's mouth herself. 2020, out of every 100,000 people who died, all the corona people, 9%. There's no change per 100,000 people who died. We should have a huge spike right there. I don't need to say anything else. And you're going to go along with this mass stuff and all this garbage? It is garbage. It is diabolical. If you have not waken up to this, you must not want to desire to see the signs. So you got your warning. If you learn how to read, you'll see through this. The lying voices, their motivations, their plans, where they're going. They're going figuratively to hell. This country is, and the whole world is. 
and bishops are on that train. We've got many friends all over the place, all over the world, different positions, careers, experiences, to the top of the world where they are, maybe in fame, maybe wealth, down to the poorest, the most crude. I've talked before about the cannibals who came to Medjugorje. They're on the bottom of the food chain. They come on the airplane without no shoes. Why don't they have shoes? They don't need them. The skin on their feet is so thick and tough, they don't even wear shoes. They're conditioned to that. They were eating people in 1970. They came to Maria's house. I'm just showing you the span of population and the different countries that we deal with. So we have a guest today that I've known for a long time. We're good friends. She's been around the block. And I'm not going to give her name because she would be harassed from what, maybe what she's saying. And I want to give you support, a better perspective through her cognition and experiences. I am a pharmacist. I have a Bachelor's of Science in Pharmacy as well as a doctorate in clinical pharmacy. So basically I am a drug expert on the study of drugs from from the production to the dispensing of medications. So you had a situation with your sister-in-law? Yes, my sister-in-law. Yeah. And I want you to tell that story, and that's what we wanted to bring you on the air for. My sister-in-law received a letter from the company she works for offering $750 to each employee that would be willing to take the vaccination. Now, let me get this straight. Is she a nurse? No. Nothing dealing with health care at all. This is an international company. Why did they choose her? They chose the whole employee staff around the world. Everybody who works for that company was sent that letter. What was the purpose of that for? That's a good question. Why would you want to pay somebody to get a vaccination? We don't know. But they were trying to, I guess, and they felt they could increase the numbers of vaccinated individuals by giving them a cash incentive. And probably because they're an international company that would give witness that these people were taking it to popularize that it's okay to take it. Right. Okay. Right. So she literally got a letter then. Yes, she did. And so what happened from there? She threw it away. And um, they were notified. She was asked if she would get it. And I don't really want to say what she said, but uh, basically you're not going to use me for a guinea pig. And no, I will not take this vaccination. Did they give her any trouble with that? or None at all. So they just dropped it? They just dropped it. It never came back. Well, to my knowledge, it hasn't come back up again. And what about her coworkers? Did they take it? I, she doesn't know. Everybody's working remote from home, so she's not certain if some of the others may have or didn't because the company, it's, um, it works with cruise lines and everything else. It, it, it's got its hands in everything all over the world. So she's really not certain what the other employees did. Well, I can verify they announced two or three months ago that they were going to do a lottery. I think it was 10 people out of 100 that got a vaccination. They would have draw out of 100 that you would pay $1,200. I had heard about that. I never really did research to see if it was a definite fact or not. But I know there are cash incentives given through many companies. Right here, the city that I live um 
one of the big hospitals have offered their staff $500 to come forward and receive the vaccination. How do you know that? Because one of the people I know who works for them told me. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, so you understand drugs and everything happening. Give me your overview of the so-called pandemic. What's your thoughts as a scientist with it? As a scientist, I say it's something out there. I don't know what. I agree it was not man-made. And what I mean by that, they didn't... They just didn't make it. It was man-manipulated, just like how people have been trying for decades to make and create a black rose. They're splicing all of these um, rose stems to try to come up with a bush that will grow a black rose. I feel that's what was done with whatever this pathogen is out here. It's not behaving like a normal virus from what we studied in school. It's behaving like part virus and part bacteria. You may be looking at the, under the microscope and see all of the physical features of a virus, but somehow it will splice to have the effects of a bacteria. So here we are looking under the microscope and we see a sunflower, but we're smelling a rose. How can that be? Sunflowers don't smell like a rose. So something happened with the manipulation where it's a trick. It's like smoke in the mirrors. We're trying to find something to kill a virus, but it may actually be a bacteria. It could be a parasite. It could be anything, but the physical structure is representing a virus. That's just my personal take on it because it's it's too all over the place. So I wouldn't want to come close to it because I feel it's demonic. And what do you think about the mask and all these things and the controls and all this stuff at six feet apart? God gave us certain bacteria on our bodies to fight off other bacteria. So when we're constantly sanitizing, we're killing the good stuff. Kind of like when you take an antibiotic and you end up with difficile because it killed the good stuff, the flora in your gut. That's what this constant sanitizing is doing. It's really breaking down some of our natural barriers. I, I think that at the end of the day, it's going to create another problem because our immune systems are getting weakened. We're killing the good stuff that was on us to protect us from other things. Well, that's supported by a study that was done two, three, four years ago. They wanted to study the people who are most healthy. They found out it was the Swiss people because there were so many dairies. And they did research on pregnant women to go spend a time around a dairy, and the babies were much more healthy. Then they did more studies, and they went down to another group, the Amish. And the Amish walked barefooted, even sometimes stepping in manure. They were found to be more healthy than the Swiss. And a lot of that is bacteria. They agree in life, you're exposed to all kinds of things and a lot of bacteria. And you see often this is the most healthy people there are. But now research shows that. So what you're saying is supported by science. The Monsignor at my church made a statement once when I was jumping on the low-gluten Eucharist. I said, for me, do you really think God would let a person have a reaction (laughs) to his body and blood? Amen. And if he did, you're supposed to get it. And something the Monsignor said, but Julie, that's your faith. Not everybody has the same faith. 
so here I am. I'm going back to this and saying this pathogen is um, spiritually motivated. So many people have um, embraced sin to the point it's a normal part of their lives. All of these abominations to God. And so they are impacted with sin. If they did what I think they did with this pathogen, they put a curse on it. And it is more susceptible to wreak havoc in people's lives that have embraced sin and rationalized out their sinful lifestyles. Now, granted, we do have some people who have chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, congestive heart failure. Yes, it can have a potential to exacerbate their already underlying conditions. Well, what you're saying is supported by the fact of how they're using this. That's the evidence. The physical realm you're talking about is reality, and you're right. You're dead on. But how can you prove that except go to the spiritual realm and look at how they're using this? How are they using it? They're using it just like an antichrist system, controlling. Well, you go here. You can't do this. You can't do that. Everything is about that. And that's what the Bible talks about at the end days. And that's where we are. So we know the evidence of how politically they're using it for evil purposes. How many in the history of America... When we had a crisis, where was it shown that politicians were telling people, don't go to church? Exactly. That's anti-God. Right. And then where's the place where they do the reenactment of the passion in Europe? When the Black Plague was hitting Europe, that town, they prayed and they said, God, if you spare this town, we will reenact your passion every however many years. People from all over the world traveled to see this reenact. They were spared. They prayed. Now, here we are with a pandemic all over the world, and politicians here in America are telling people, don't go to church. Don't do this. This town in Europe, it has been proven that everybody knows why they were spared. I know working in hospitals, I have worked with a lot of very intellectual, educated fools. They had degrees all over the wall, and they were so stupid, you just sit there and you're like, oh, seriously? So just because you went to Harvard, Yale, Columbia, that does not mean you have wisdom. You have intellect in a specific area that you studied, and hopefully you know what you're talking about. I was just with the priest, and he's got six degrees with all kinds of letters behind it. And this priest demeaned his doctorates and PhDs and all this as nothing, and it just dumbs you down. He said, I survived through that by my faith. And this priest is a very good priest, and he's very smart. It didn't affect him. So you're right. These people are not smart. They're dumbed down by their degrees. And that's what's wrong with the bishops. They're ones saying, oh, don't go to Mass too. They're all that here's a dispensation. Where is their thinking? Where is their faith? Right. Look again in Europe. God spared that town because they repented, begged for his mercy, and the whole town was protected. This isn't rocket scientists. They can't say, oh, the wind blew this way, and so the black plague went in that direction. No. 
it is documented why that town was spared. And here we are. I mean, when this thing first broke, it was actually disturbing to hear the politics. Don't go to church. I mean, they were angry. Why are you angry that people are going to hire source begging for help? We're not going to cow down to that, and it's time for us to stand up. And this thing is diabolical. Even Maria has seized this thing. She says from the get-go, from the very get-go, she said this is a diabolical thing. This was last year in February when it just started coming out. We are we are seeing the experiences of how it's been used as evidence that it is diabolical. That's right. You know, I look at um, Father Karapi when he gave his testimony years ago, mm-hmm. when he was down at the lowest low a human being could go. And one of the things he said was when he would be at the various areas when these drug shipments would come in, they had a witch doctor there to put a curse on all of the shipment of drugs to keep people enslaved with this, addicted to this, whatever it was. That was happening. Why I'm saying this, this is what happened with coronavirus, I truly believe. Mm-hmm. Well, Father Croppy, I really liked him because he was a real man. He manned up. He was telling a story one day uh, about midnight. He heard some screaming in his front yard, his house, and this guy's coming to the door. He looks at the window. He's possessed. He's going nuts. And he says, I looked down at my end table, and I saw my Bible. I saw my rosary, and I picked up my forty-five. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so so uh, he, he drove him away. Armed. Yeah. So we, we, we got the people, the spiritual butterflies, thinking God's just going to take care of everything. But sometimes you got to pick up your forty-five. I don't mean literally a gun. Your words have to be your gun. Now, a lady talks about lying voices. Very few people resisting, and nobody in the bishop's conference as a whole is saying these things. And that's why everybody's so frustrated. Yeah, they're frustrated. They're confused. They're, they're frustrated and confused. We don't have strong leadership anymore. Amen. We have passive sissies. So in closing, is there anything else you want to say? What I would say from my personal point of view is pray, pray, pray. We are protected not by a mask, not by 70% isopropyl alcohol. We will be protected by the blood of Jesus. So if people want to know what to do, get rid of the garbage. Go to confession. Admit you sin. We all sin. Clean your house, your spiritual soul. Then God can come in and protect you. All the things you just heard on this broadcast shows you there's no truth out there. And certainly where there's money, and a lot of money, you can count on 100%, there's a lot of lying going on. You have right now stockbrokers who are outraged because of game shops, which is videos, was manipulated by retail investors and thereby squeezing the hedge funds. You say, okay, well, they're private or whatever. No, all this money is in the stock market. Here I come with my question to you. The game shop stocks were $17 a share and went up to $376 by Wednesday. And you believe in that? There's honesty and there's truth there? You got your 401ks through the stock market and its investments and all these other things? Get it out. 
You can't take something with $17 to jump to almost $400 without the principal when it reverses and you spent almost $400 for a share that it go down to 17 The thing is a lie. You have to be in control of what your wealth is and how you preserve it. So we're going to hear a brief report from Century Silver. If there's one thing we can report right now, it's that there are many, many new people contacting Century Silver Exchange, and our existing base is continuing to be very, very steady in their exchanges for the miraculous middle Medjugorje round. If you're listening to a friend of Medjugorje and you're watching what's happening in the nation, you have these stories like this GameStop thing, you know that you are not a big player in the system. You can't push the market around, but the big, big money can push it around, and your best bet is to simply get out. That's the control you can exercise. The call volume with Century Silver Exchange continues to be really, really steady. We're spending on average 15 to even 30 minutes with each caller because a lot of these callers are brand new and they want to talk about how things work and they're asking a lot of questions about storage, about where we think the market's going and just different things like that. How will we use silver in the future? We're happy to spend that time with every new caller to talk through these things, but also to make free materials available to you in the book It Ain't Gonna Happen and some other information that explains a lot of this. If you'd like to speak with a representative at Century Silver Exchange to ask questions or to talk about some of these things, you can reach us toll-free at 877-936-7686. That's 877-936-7686. If you do call and you don't get us on the first shot, leave a message for us. We'll try to get back to you within one to two hours. Uh, You can also visit us online at CenturySilver.com or email us info at CenturySilver.com. Century Silver Exchange is a for-profit subsidiary of Caritasa Birmingham. It bears its own expenses and pays taxes on its earnings. If there is any earnings left over at year-end, it may make a dividend donation to Caritas to further its mission efforts. So you heard from a lady. Why do you not desire to see the signs? You can close your eyes to them, or you can open your eyes. This whole broadcast Re-listen to it a second time, maybe even a third time. Get these things in your heart. I don't script these broadcasts. I just see some messages and start talking. The signs of the times needs to be in your heart. You shouldn't have to study and think through these things. Through the messages, all conclusions are immediate. I leave you with those words. Don't hesitate. Put yourself in position, spiritually, physically, Because we're dealing with both realms of the world. And if you don't read those signs, it won't be going good for you. And I just told us that. She wants it to go well with us. We wish you a lady. We love you. Good night. The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional.
This ends the Medjinomics broadcast with a friend of Medjugorje. These broadcasts are available as CDs, which are sent directly to your doorstep on a monthly subscription. For information, contact Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000.